You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey, wait. Before we get the show started, I think it's important to mention that Cult Montreal is running the 2015 edition of Best of Montreal. Of course, you're listening to Go Plug Yourself right now, so why not head over to Cult Montreal to vote for the Best of Montreal and refer Go Plug Yourself as your favorite podcast because you know that it is. And you might as well plug 9to5.cc and Walter and uh, basically anything else that you want to vote for. You should do that because we want to be number one this year. Number three is not good enough. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. I feel like if you put Walter and I together, you end up with a pretty big collection of learning disabilities. All sorts of ADD. So if you ever form a band, that's what you have to call it. Exactly. I, still Learning have, I, I went up the stairs. Just, just, I, I blew up. I, I went up. <laughs> you ran up the stairs. I went, I went up five. I went up all the stairs yeah, and I blew up. Walter. Oh, we're recording, eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walter calls me. The Our guests mm-hmm. had already arrived. We're sitting on the couch. Walter's like, hey, is everybody there? I'm like, no, I think I believe a phone is like, is this happening? Is this happening? <laughs> well, well, it's one. And yes. Uh, so about a year ago, Walter, <sighs> we had... Uh, very heavily, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even went straight for a beer instead of a water or something. You're just like, do you want to open the window? Okay. I'm okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. You wanna, you're you, good? I feel like you're also not in a comfortable position for like a long talk. You're like sitting on the very edge of the couch. No, no, this is, this is my jam. That's uh, how you roll. Keith, introduce the guest for God's sake. All right. So <laughs> about a year ago, we uh, we had two people on from a little series called LARPs, the series. We had Scott Humphreys and John Farrell. And still, when we were the third best podcast in the city, this year we're going to be the best one. Yeah. Nice. That was, that was, we were still number three. Now we're going to go number one. And uh, now we have John Farrell back from hey, LARPs, the series. And What's up? And Charlotte. Charlotte Rogers. Rogers, who plays, wait for it, Brittany, who I barely recognize because she we doesn't have elf ears on. Can we have a, can we have like a True. counter going as to how many different names I, I refer to Charlotte as throughout the podcast? <laughs> just remember Charlotte. I know, Charlotte, but I'm going to get all screwed Flair. up. You just like, Charlotte Flair. Just keep it. Yeah, okay, there it is. Yeah, see? All right. <laughs> so, you guys are back for season two. So, you've had a really big year. When you guys joined us last year, I don't even think the f- entirety of season one had come out. On That's this correct. Very no, yeah. This very couch. This very couch. Exactly. John is, John is seated a little more normally this time. Last time, John... Why are we I- picking on the way John was sitting <laughs> in the couch? John, John took, like, a full recline last time. He was very, like... Dionysus. Just who, like, was there, who was there with you last time? I said Scott Humphrey. Scott buddy. Humphrey. You gotta pay attention. <laughs> who plays Will on the show. <laughs> yep. Who had a budding romance with Brittany. Sean. Look at that. Yeah. You remember the show. Yeah. Good for you. And then it like kind of <laughs> ended going south. Yep. But they don't know that yet. Who doesn't know that yet? The series is being re-released. Oh. And so right now we're only on episode... Seven. Seven. Oh, oh shit. Spoilers. First, we spoiled the entirety of Better Call Saul. Yep. Don't do that. I, yeah, I have not seen don't it do yet. that because I might punch <laughs> no, someone. No, no, no. <laughs> because we had the dude on. Yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah, Michael. Because we're like a really serious big deal podcast, right? Yeah. So yeah. who did you have on? We had. We had. Have you watched on. Better Call Saul at all? Yeah. So Michael uh, we, Mando, not guy, Joe. Oh, you did yeah. have him yeah, on. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 Do you guys know him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know of him. I we know him. I've never met him. Yeah, we, know we, him. we know him to the point where we're like, <laughs> hey, hey, it's Christmas. Are you back in town? Please come on the show. And then he was like, 
okay. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, this sounds weird. And he's like, check with my agent. And we're like, oh, check with my agent. He's check bl- with the AMC he's blowing executives. us off. And then his agent's like, you're gonna need to run this by AMC. We're like, now we're definitely getting blown <laughs> off. And then AMC was like, oh no, Michael told us you'd be contacting us. Uh, it's like no problem. You just can't talk spoilers. Like he he knows the drill really well. Just like yeah. don't like press him, and you can come and talk. We're like, oh okay. We're like AMC knows we exist. That's the best. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, and episode then, one reintroduces Brian Cranston. <laughs> he shows up. <laughs> Either way, no, it, that doesn't happen. But That's then, but then there was there, spoilers. there was a, a somebody read it as a spoiler. There was no spoilers. They're at kind all. of there was okay. no spoilers. Do you want to know what People the spoiler? Idiots. But they're not wrong. <laughs> People are like sensitive baby faces. Like, there well, was no spoiler. So do you want to know what the quote unquote spoiler that like happened that someone got like antsy about was? Michael mentioned that he was excited for season two. So people were like, Nacho lives! And he's like, come on. Like, if I was uh, in that show and I got killed off in the first episode, I'd be, ex- I'd still be excited for season yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, I was like, maybe he dies and it's a flashback. Maybe he's only in season two for a flashback. Come on. It's possible. It's possible. They had, they had plenty of that in, in the original Breaking Bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's for it. Sure. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. Spoilers, people die. Yeah. A lot of them. <laughs> a lot there's, of people die. And there's a few. Flashbacks. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good one. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of flat people that die that are in flashbacks in Game of Thrones. Yep. Walter, you look so uncomfortable, bud. I'm great. It's so weird. I'm great. You're on the very, you have like one cheek on the corner I'm of the great. couch. Uh, it's weird, though, from like I sit back. You have a lot See, of, you have, you, have you, you have a lot of length. You have a lot of length. Look at this. Yeah, he look does. Yeah, you're like, oh, boy, buddy. All right, LARPs the series, season two. You guys are, you said you're starting filming soon, and we are currently in the process of fundraising. We're starting to film on April 2nd, right? Yep. Yeah. Because you were like starting to film on April 1st, and everyone's like, bullshit. And you're April like, April okay, 1st or 2nd. I, I can't even remember. I, I will say that our production manager is right now planning an April Fool's Day prank, mm-hmm. just emailing people, going to, going to where we're going to be shooting on April 2nd. Taking a photo and saying "Where are you guys?" and just sending that out to the actors. Well, good to know. <laughs> so, so now Charlotte knows. Now so, I know. And also, now this episode be goes up before April second. So, any of the cast that listens to you, you just fucked it all up, John. We'll, well tell that's them not to listen for to listening. Oh, cool. Spoiling everything. Exactly. We have five more listeners. We uh, six. We, right before we started six. talking, if you uh, both listened. John here, we listened together. John here was mentioning because we came up that I have a. a, a Moonlighting, a, a casual dalliance going with the uh, with the, the comedy works. You're moonlighting, as moonlighting a... at the the comedy works. Um, and John mentioned that he worked there previously. Well, I, it's not so much that I worked for the comedy works, but I was part of their in-house. At. Yeah, I was part of their in-house improv team. Right on the spot. Yes, who, who certainly had a storied reputation yeah. or a storied history with the uh, the comedy works. Who was? No, who's in the who's in the, the troop with you when you're Terrence doing Bowman was right. the, the kind Terrence. of the leader. I know of the that. Group. I know him. Um, I know him. Paula Davis, Dan Dirksen, Rita oh, Hundert, who we went to school with. Oh, so this wasn't that long ago then. Well You were like a late stage on the spot. It was a few years ago. Yeah, but I've I was seen, there for a few I've years. Seen Dan Aaron Jank. Well, because Rena and Paula are still part of on the spot, I believe. Rena goes to California all the time though. Yeah. I don't know how active your membership in on the spot could be if you're living in California a lot of the time. I, I'm I don't know. It's been a while since <laughs> I've been a part of that troop. Fun fact: If you listen to the "Go Plug Yourself" theme song, I believe you hear Rena Hundred in the chorus. Is that her? I think so. <laughs> if you are currently aware, listeners of of the status of uh, on the spot, please inform either Keith or I <laughs> or myself. Let me know what's happening with that. Or I, I feel like I don't know if I've snubbed anyone. You know, it's like you're in that, like I'm in that, I'm in this like weird. Why are you? Like, do you want to get them back at the works? 
Maybe. No, no one asked me. No one, no one said anything. <laughs> so I'm saying. No I'm, former I'm, member I'm of putting, On the Spot I'm, has come to me like, hey, the works is open. I'm putting it out there that we have. I have not actively tried to ignore On the Spot. You haven't actively sought them out, but you also haven't actively ignored them. Right. Okay. So. John, do you have any old friends that are on the spot to be like, hey, do you want to be on the spot again? Well, I mean, you can I, go do that. I saw, not you. I'm I saw Dan Dirksen. I saw Dan Dirksen last night. Yeah, I, feel, I see Dan Dirksen. I feel from like time Dan Dirksen's all over the place, and he has not brought it up. So okay. I'm not sure who's active and who's not. Like <laughs> I, I've, I've kind of lost. Okay, listen. That. If you're a con- uh, an improv group and you want to just be maybe known as on the spot, contact Walter. <laughs> I still have a T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. We have one T-shirt and a dream, guys. We can we can do this now. Charlotte, when did you first join on the spot? Oh, never. Oh, okay. I was never. Right. You could do improv. I'm sure you could. Oh, I could do it, but I I never tried out or was a part of the troupe. You totally should have. I would have had more fun. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just going to leave that there and make it nice and awkward. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, It's just things are more fun when I'm around. That's all. Right. Right. That's all. Like this podcast. Exactly. So so, uh, where are you from, Charlotte? I'm originally from Aurora, Ontario. Uh Mm -hmm. Not Aurora, Illinois. Nope. Which is not a place. No, it is a place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. That's where Wayne's World's from. Yep. I was thinking of Sherman, Illinois, which is not a place, and that's where the Keith, Keith. Keith. are from. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's falling into the pop culture black I got hole. Stop with the geography. So <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, uh, when did you come here? 2006. What did you do that for? I came to attend Concordia mm. University, where I met John so and took, Liz and took, Scott. Took an acting class? Yeah, I you did. Were, well, I did the... Th- an the actor? Yes. You've always been an actor? Yep. I did the theater performance program cool. for four years. Is it all? Are you guys? You guys are almost all Concordia alums, then, right? Like, Funnily enough, yeah. yeah. Even though we we all had to audition for our parts, yeah. including me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we are all in the same class. And we're all actually already pretty close friends. You, so. all, you all had to audition for the parts, but Concordia audition alums had parts? to audition less. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the first season, there weren't as many people auditioning. Yeah. Um, it was like a small circle, yeah. a little casting call that Julian had yeah, sent so. out. Um, I'm not actually sure exactly how many because I wasn't there for all of them, but uh, uh, it it worked out. I mean, part of the reason why I think that we do well together is because we we know each other well. So, yeah. like, the I actually there. have a question uh, based on that. Like, it seems obviously it's a web series; it's a little bit shorter. It seems like pretty tightly scripted, but just based on we were just talking about improv, do you guys ever like? Are there any room for improvisation in a short form, or are you like? I guess I'll speak. To Charlotte. Uh, yeah, John I mean, writes it, so he's like, it's not improv, it's rewrites. When yeah. I do it. <laughs> it's, not on the, it's not on the script, it's not on the screen. <laughs> we get slapped if we don't stick to the script. Um, no, I mean, there was definitely room for improv, but uh, even before we shot, I think JT uh, brought some things to the table saying, you know. Got a little wheelie chair, but. So uh, do you need a back support? No, it's just like he's wondering why I'm on the edge. because okay. when this is what happens when I lean back, nothing. Yeah. Do you want to bring the wheel wheelie chair? No. Okay. <laughs> JT. Um, <laughs> J- yeah, JT would improv. He would, you know, run it by John. Like, can I try this or try this? So there'd be a few takes of different different things. And yeah. I don't think there was much that I improv with. I was, okay. I was completely happy with what John had presented. So, But it was it was open if we if we felt that our character wanted to say something different or use a different word. Mm. 
Jonathan, who plays Arthur in the in the series, uh, is somebody who very much is the sort of person who wants to play the camera role for like five ten minutes as he just tries different things yeah, and yeah, see yeah. which one comes out. Um, I mean, I my training is as an actor before writer, mm-hmm. so whenever an actor has something that they want to say instead, I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like, I because I don't care, and I know that actors are better at figuring out what's best to say for their yeah, character yeah, yeah. at that point. I'm not married to the script at all. In fact, we we rewrote. A couple of times we had to rewrite an entire scene just like on the fly right there because we were like, this doesn't make sense. This is too long. We're all sick. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. And you, I find like just, you just, you hear that happening obviously like a lot. If you look at like shows like The League or whatever, where you're like, they have like an outline and then they're like, and they'll run it to the script and then the characters are just so comfortable with themselves that are like, let's just keep going on this scene like again and again and like doing whatever. Always Sunny does it all the time where they're just like, They'll run. They run pretty tight to script when they want to. But if they want to just like run around and see if there's other funny stuff in the delivery or just the yeah. saying other different choices and whatever, they'll just keep running. And obviously, like I said, it's in a short little five minute web series. You're like, I kind of gotta yeah. keep this tight. And like, well, that's the thing. And we were also on a very tight schedule. Yeah, we yeah. only had twelve days to shoot the whole thing. So it was. Uh, we did have a bit of space, but then it was like, okay, we got to move forward. Right. We also had uh, a limited time uh, to to actually show the the series, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. the episodes for season one were shorter, yeah. And so, if you're dealing with a short amount of time, you kind of have to make sure that the story is very tight, yeah. Which doesn't leave a lot of room for for just sort of like fucking around and saying whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, season two, are you guys going to have longer episodes or? Yep. Season two, were each episode is going to be eleven minutes long. Okay. So that's um, and then the last episode is going to be a double length. Okay. So we've over double the runtime of season one, and you're, it's going to be another ten episode run. Uh, technically eleven because we have an episode zero. Okay, um, and yeah, an episode Sorry, ten would be double length. What episode zero? Why did you have an episode zero though? We have yeah. an episode zero because episode zero is shorter in length. Like it's it's kind of like a teaser for the rest of the season, but ah. we still call it an episode because it technically exists in continuity. Okay, and it's its own thing. It's not like a cut of other things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. For season one, episode zero is the one where you see Arthur running through the woods and he encounters Brittany, and um, it ends with him getting shot into shot in the groin by an arrow. By, shot in the uh, dick. By Will. Yeah, shot in the dick. Uh, sorry, I, yesterday um, I was yesterday I just spent all morning teaching seventeen-year-olds um, at Champlain College how to like kick each other in the dick. <laughs> so, but I was like, I was very careful to be like the groin. Exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, there's like, was this something I could have signed up to? Whole class. Well, well I'm sure it was, it was a stage was combat yeah, it was, thing. It was right. a, yeah, it was I was really hoping it was Dick Kicking 101. Like. Dick Kicking 101. <laughs> Charlotte would teach that. I wouldn't teach that. It was, yeah. so, it was, so it was like a stage fighting course? Yeah. yeah. See, now I'm very interested. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I do fight choreography. You might, you I like, see, I try to do that sometimes when I get a couple drinks in me. I um like I try to do like you kick I, people in the dick. Ninja well, that but I try to do like I I try to like do like try to tumble a little bit. You know, like do some tumbling, <laughs> do some rolls. Interesting. And I do it with great flips. gusto, but I'm not good at it. Well, you've already almost got one beer down. And coming from being, I was a tumbler, so I'd like to see your skills. Well, I, no, I'm, there's I'm a ter- lot of breakables in this room. I'm, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm saying I I do it, but it's just I just hurt myself a lot. Okay. Like, Should we write power tumbling into Britney's character just to like show you off a little bit? Well, we'd need a double I don't think my body can Call handle it, it anymore. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Little, you mean, you're not 15 year anymore. Bearded Walter. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah, 15 exactly. anymore. Bearded Walter and Elf here. Just like, oh, uh. my leg. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That'd be amazing. I was like, I remember where there was that there was a comedy show where it was like the show was like winding down and we're all like just like hanging out at the back. Show was dr- done. Drinking beers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The show was done. I had hosted. I had emceed it, I believe. Everybody was just hanging out at the back drinking beers, and Walter was just doing like ninja rolls on the stage. Be like, you're like, ow, ah, or just all like, what? That might have been the first time I did that. It was like I think that was that was the first night of ninja rolls. Don't do ninja rolls at comedy works, man. That stage is hollow, and that's that like the it's basically just oh, a few planks on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, you'll you'll the whole, go through. The whole place has been like refurbished and whatnot. What? Yeah, that's the this where is the you've thing. been. This is not the, the comedy works apparently. <laughs> it closed down for a while, then it reopened at the beginning of February. And they have not like, disgusting bathrooms like, anymore. They, yeah, like they, yeah, like everything. Bathrooms like, are completely redone. Is the is the green room still kind of creepy? Oh, it's creepier. I'd say. Like, oh, nice. if, if anything, well, they're gonna they're, they're gonna eventually like make a, another thing up, up, use that space for something. But like the green room is basically like the seventies, like scuzzy, smells like of old cigarette smoke and broken dreams. Yeah. Like, there's a bathroom in there with like a, a bathtub that is so rust covered that it's yeah. just sort of like yeah, like a bathtub just in case you want to just shower hop down in after there you yeah, yeah. Set, you know, just, just like, in case you have to hop in there you know, fully clothed and you sob know, you know that part of the Silence of the Lambs at the end when uh, Clarice is like she's going through the basement and she's like looking into different rooms and she finds the one room where there's like a decomposing corpse in the bathroom Oh wow! I, it's been a long time. I do not remember that scene. You don't remember that? It's just like, that's like, like a five-second shot. She's like, hey, no, but it's kind of it's, it's anyway. like that. John was making an allusion to the, I believe, the crying game when the character recognizes that he's been with a man and then just gets in the shower fully clothed and is all like huddled up and playing that. Spoiler warning again. I, okay, fuck it. It's the crying game. I, that <laughs> movie came out like sixteen. Years I have ago. not seen the crying game, but I have seen Ace Ventura. <laughs> In which the <laughs> crying game is referenced. Yes. Oh. It's true. See, I haven't seen the crying game, so yeah. I wouldn't catch that. Was it Ace Ventura 2 or Much one? better. No, it's one. one. No, it was one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. What do you, you know? <laughs> you think you know someone. Fucking sorry. That's also a 15-year-old Finkel movie. Finkel Zinehorn. Like, when Ace Ventura made the crying game reference, it was like the same summer, I think, as the Honestly, crying a lot game. of people say Godfather 2 is one of the one of the greatest sequels ever made. I'd say Ace Ventura 2, Nature Calls, is up there, though. And no. you are objectively wrong. Yeah, you're you're definitely wrong. Ace Ventura itself didn't age very well. Ace Ventura two no, is great. Just... No, it's good stuff, man. Okay, hey, you're a football fan, brother. Charlotte. You've seen Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. How good. do you feel about that as an NFL fan? <laughs> what is what's your what's your what's what's, what's the issue? With Ace I think Ventura it's the here? best. I because I'm I thought, well I'm at the time I wasn't a Jim huge Carrey fan. Okay, so I thought it was pretty great. But I'm not a huge Jim Carrey fan. But like I'm and I'm saying it's like it's a pretty like you know. It's it's a all, you got you got your Courtney Cox. I'm way more a fan of dramatic Jim Carrey than I am of comedic oh, Jim Carrey, who is still pretty good. Isn't sure. I, what's, I what's, honestly, what's, I will honestly. The I, Mystic. Yeah, fuck I, the Mystic. Uh, I'm talking about like the Truman Show and Man on the That's, Moon. No, you know what? Truman, <gasps> I Truman, Truman, Truman Show. Truman Show. See, I can watch that well. movie over See, and okay. over. Are you Truman crazy? Show ages I can well. watch. I've watched that movie like 15 times. It's so heavy-handed. Oh, I love it. It's so good. And it's what's his face? The guy that Ed Harris. No, no, the director of the film is Milos Forman, I believe. Yep. Milos. Ugh, I own Milos. I could watch that movie over and Seriously. over and over. Let's go. Let's go and watch that right it. now. Fuck this business. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna start streaming. Eternal this Sunshine was pretty sweet. Also, mm-hmm. yeah. that was great. That was good. That was that was good. Yeah. Oh, the number twenty three. Nope, not a good film. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nope. You've ruined the game. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Out. <laughs> you, you fucked it up. Well, this is what you know. This is, there's. I feel there's. Man on the moon. Come on now. 
Yep. No, that's that's good too. I, don't I feel like there's more instances of, of of bad dramatic. Yeah, but acting than you can point at almost any actor, and you can point like you can selectively pick that this guy's a good actor or or not based on like which is Nick Cage a good actor or not. Well, okay, right. I'll, I'll throw. <laughs> so there's he's the greatest actor of our time. Here's <laughs> the rock. To the... If you just show me the rock, I'm like, yep, greatest actor of all time. <laughs> and then and then the Wicker Man, the Wicker Man, not the bees. Nicholas Cage is simultaneously you know, he gets the best a lot of black for a scene actor. that wasn't even a movie. That was like that's like a that's a that's a cut scene. Have you ever, have you sat through that entire that movie in its entirety? What the Wicker Man? The Wicker Man. No, because I have self respect. He punches a woman in the face. <laughs> he punches several women in the face. Um, <laughs> but they're evil cult. It's fine. Um, it, but it's not even clear that they're an evil cult when he punches them. The, in the bees face. thing is is a, is an excise scene from that movie. I don't think is it this? is absolutely. He I still did it. I watched it too. John and I watched it like a. It's like a, not the not thing. This John. The bees thing is like is like an alternate ending. I believe. I feel like it's in the film. No, something really dumb happens. They get him in the in the wicker box. He punches a guy dressed up as a bear at one point, and, or so, a woman. He's several women that, that I think he roundhouse kicks like a a, a woman. He might also. Too. It's so bad. And it's not entirely clear that he's the original cultist when he does it. It's the like you're like, what's up, Nick Cage? Well, yeah, <laughs> well, the original Wicker Man is very good. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't necessarily put it in my top ten list, but it's certainly no, no. A lot it wouldn't be Nicholas my top Cage, ten. But it's pretty good. Wicker Man. Have you ever seen Drive Ghost Angry. Rider Two? No. Drive Angry is fantastic. Have you guys seen Drive Angry? No. You, like you if you, seen... I don't know if you guys have a, have a soft spot for. Are you just looking at my toy shelf because? Well, Ghost I know, I know Ghost Rider is somewhere there. I was yeah, Ghost Rider's on the three shelves up. Yep. The, the Saw it. Killer. That, that came in the Ultimate Edition of, uh, of Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider that I got for Keith yes. Keithmas one year. Anyway. <laughs> Good old Keithmas. Drive Angry. Charlie <laughs> doesn't know about Keithmas. Do you want to yeah. just throw down what Keithmas is? Keith is an egomaniacal lunatic. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> like, I want has, my own holiday. He decided to, to, to shit all over Christmas and uh, make his own Christmas. Right. But there's like there's a little it's, bit it's of background the stuff of super villains, <laughs> <laughs> and then I force people to come to my house and give me gifts. Never been no <laughs> Christmas this year. Okay, what Keithmas actually is? <laughs> it started. I, like like, I, it I was I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't do Christmas. The Jehovah's. The Jehovah's. Here's the here's the super villain origin. Super story. villain origin story. <laughs> uh, back in Sajep, all my friends would go to their homes in the West Island and South Shore and whatever else like that, and I would just like stay in my apartment downtown and be like. Just cry. And then I'd be like, fuck this. I'm they gonna call just... me Mr. Glass. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just invite everybody over on the 27th when everybody's back home. And we're all going to give each other shitty dollar store gifts. Uh, I feel like you said we're going to give each other gifts and expecting people to bring you gifts. And then you got dollar store gifts for everybody else. And then in subsequent years, it's like, oh, we're not going to get Keith again. And we're going to give each other – everyone's going to give each other shitty gifts because last year Keith got us some real shitty gifts. There used to be like, – it was, it was pretty bad. It started off as shitty gifts and then there was a period like four or five years ago where the gifts got really good and it was really awkward because everybody was getting like $50, $60 gifts from each other. Like that arcade stick, admittedly multiple people went in on it, but that was a Keithmas present. And I was like, what is happening? Look what? how awesome oh, – yeah. That, that ghost, ghost rider is. is. So the ghost like, rider there with the guy with the, the, the chain and the, the, the skull and yes, the flames? Yeah. Yes. That. Either way. Basically, so. I got that. I got you eat, sweet deal on that. You eat, I know you didn't pay any money for it. You eat grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> grilled cheese sandwiches are a traditional Keithmas dinner <laughs> with bacon somewhere. There's a lot like of bacon. A, some sort of a bacon snack that's Bacon created. somewhere or bacon? Everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, the lucha bear, which is a, uh, a luchador bear, uh, shows up and gives you shitty DVDs. That's like the, the the mascot of Keithmas, Keith the Lucha Bear, and uh, basically it's like friend Christmas, I suppose. I enjoy like, that. Take your family out of Christmas because they're the worst part of it. And oh my, 
Uh, but I'm on good terms. With I know. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. But I like, full extended family. We haven't all been excommunicated. Damn so. it! But full extended family. I find Christmas is one of those things where it's just it takes too long. Like I obviously I date an Italian Catholic girl now, so there's like a very big Christmas thing, and I'm like, this is just two to three hours. Natale. Too long. Natale. Christmas. I've got a pretty big family. <laughs> um, where at Christmas time, for the longest time, it was everybody got everyone else a present. And then we'd sit around a room and we'd open them one at a time so that we could appreciate it. You know, it's a very loving, kind of very <laughs> wonderful atmosphere. Except when it starts, you start realizing that you're on hour five of opening yeah. presents. Yeah, really. And you're just, and so you open yours and you're like, that's fantastic. And then you're literally waiting like 45 minutes before you to an hour before you get to, to, well, you have to pay attention to everybody. And then it gets back around to you and you're like, okay, finally, I get another one. You open it up and it's like coasters and you're like, hooray. When you get older though, you can start drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. my family, we all we don't get like the kids get presents. Yeah, yeah. that's the for extended way. family. Like that, you know? one of the other things too about like the Keithmas is that because you're getting garbage gifts, there are gifts you're never going to get from your family. Like realistically, right. your family's almost like never going to get you like a, a beer. A, no, a, yeah, a case of beer. <laughs> Just like here you go, Merry Christmas. You're like yay, or nobody even still, but it's like action figures and comic books and stuff. Well, and you're yeah, like, you're like maybe your siblings would, but it's like it's not going to be. Like, you're going to, most people from Keith must leave with, like, a stack of terrible films on DVD, like, some comics, like, some toys and stuff. And you're like, I'm a child. I mean, we've we've come full circle. You got um, your boyfriend a a Breaking Bad present that nobody else would have gotten for him, right? Yeah. But it was for his birthday. Oh, It was, like, a Breaking Bad. It was, like, a silkscreen print. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You know what what cool Breaking Bad thing I have? What? You know how there was that whole controversy there from uh, Keith knows about this. It was that whole like uh, a couple of years ago or something uh, that Toys R Us had these. Oh, the, the, the Jesse Pinkman. No, it was, no, it no, was no, Walter. No. It was Walter White. Oh, okay. It was it was it was just like a an action figure. Okay. Of of Walter White, and and you know it's in a, it's in a, it's in packaging. You know, like it's a pretty cool looking toy. And I think I pointed it out. To and you. then and then yeah, and I think Keith brought it over because I knew I I had heard so about I, it. I, so I got this toy before there was a controversy, and here's the, and so Keith brings it over and there's like a label on it that says Breaking Bad and then if you if you turn it around and you look look at it from the side you see behind the label is like a little mini bag of blue meth and I was like, like, with, like with, I was like with blue meth accessories with blue meth and, like, and where was this toy being sold Toys, Toys R, R Us, us. Yep. Toys <laughs> R Us and that's yeah. why they got in trouble <laughs> and then and then but it was like I think they had it in stock for like yeah yeah well because this was like years. this was like, like a year before the internet broke we were just down there like for the fall break yeah fall. <laughs> fall break where we go to upstate New York and go Drink. to the world's largest garage sale in Warrensburg it's the best I don't know if you know this but Warrensburg New York you know, Lake George. Just north of Lake George, there's a town called Warrensburg, which actually, in October, has the world's largest garage sale. <gasps> like, actual world's largest garage sale. Oh like, we gosh. go there for, like, an entire day and see less than half. Oh, like, I need to go there. It's ridiculous. You're just I want to go to there. I want to experience this. You can buy knives. And, largest uh, garage and vintage sale. Vintage pornography. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Knives, vintage, knives porn, so vintage what was, pornography. But what was the actual, like, meth? What was it, like, just, like, this little powder? Yeah, it's just, like, it's just, like, it's a toy. It's just, like, but it's... The, I think no, it's but a, that was the one out of every like, thousand ones. It was actual blue meth. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It was like, it was a it was a golden ticket kind of yeah. scenario. Like, yeah. but I've got a golden ticket. Toys R Us <laughs> was selling a representation of meth. Yeah, whoever gets the real meth gets to meet Vince Gilligan and smoke it with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Mando. <laughs> That's how Michael Mando got his role. <laughs> <laughs> Mando's gonna be like Walter. I'm never. <laughs> I'm never helping you out again. <laughs> 
There's no reason for me to do your podcast. <laughs> I've done it twice for no mad? reason. Why, why are you mad? Why are you mad? You said I smoked crystal meth with Vince Gilligan. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't be cool. Come on, man. Don't. Vince Gilligan, not even once. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Uh, anyway, yeah. you also have the you have the Heisman shirt. The Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Why yeah, the Heisman, Heisman trophy. I have the Heisman, the Heisman trophy. Yeah, what? <laughs> Football. Uh, yeah, you have the Heisenberg shirt too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, from the, uh, the, from the, um, the, from uh, one of my favorite T-shirt distributor. I don't even know if they make T-shirts anymore, but the the the, uh, the try this on for size mm-hmm. is a t- fun uh, fun T-shirt company. I just plug. For no reason, just plug that. Like I don't have a stake in that company. It's just like <laughs> for some reason, I'm just plugging. Try this on for size. So you wore your sweet Hulk shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like bottom of the drawer? Is it laundry day? No. This is in heavy rotation. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're gonna stop talking about Breaking Bad. I gotta we start, talk about I gotta start again. the gym again because the medium shirts are starting to feel a little tight. So. Was that you're gonna hit the gym? The mediums are. The mediums are starting to feel a little tight. So oh, yeah, well, you've been you've been living the the yeah, you've been living the rock and roll lifestyle. A lot of late night drinking food. Thursday, Fridays, a lot of and late Saturdays. Night, a lot of late night food. There. Exactly. Late shows. I, like, I ended up at Angela's last night. Classic. And I barely remember being there. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I I woke up this morning. Like, I woke up on my couch this morning, and I'm like, How did last night end? How did last night end? What? How did last? How did I get out here? What did I do? How old are you, Walter? Twenty eight. Yep, was too old for that. Really? Yep. Yeah, but oh God, Walter I... was getting really good. He was like, you were like, he was coming home at a reasonable hour. He was hitting the gym. He was eating healthy. Got married, settled down, and then they were like, hey, do you want to like be the booker at a comedy club? And now it's just all gone to off hell. Off the rails. <laughs> like late show Friday, late show Saturday, hanging out with comics, karaoke after the late show. <sighs> like it's just all he does is he goes to work on Friday and Saturday nights and just ends up a disaster. How did Friday night go, by the way? Uh, did you end up at Turbo House or? Oh yeah, but there was people where everybody was gone. Oh okay, that's too bad. I want to tell. I want to. I want to tell something that I want to say something that happened, but I don't. I don't know if I want to publicly admit to it on a on a. On a well, let's, we can here. ask our guests. Do they want to hear you talk more about what's happening in your life as you get more drunk? No, it's fine. Anyway, the let's, guests let's say yeah. About, <laughs> can we talk about the guest? Can we, let's talk about the guest project here. What what's what would we have been planned so, for season three of the of the show? Exactly. Season Let's skip three. ahead to season three. Oh, what's wow, your fi- three. what's your five year arc? Right, like Whedon had the five year not Whedon, Straczynski had the five year arc for Babylon, Babylon Five. Yeah. What's the five year arc for? Like, when do the shadows show up? Okay. Well, by year five, right? By year five, everyone <laughs> has ended up in a relationship with everyone else. <laughs> so by year five. <laughs> Uh, it's the incest season. No. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and by the friends are by yes. by your five. Will your will your underage actor be of age? Then he can I'm not going the there. Because then he could do the round. Thing I'm ever. not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I'm wonder... trying to give you options. Good lord, Keith. Um, <laughs> we I don't know. We the, considering the amount of assassins we have now in the cast, season three we can just all start killing each other. True. Funnily enough, in, in season two, that we've doubled, we've more than doubled the cast. Okay. Uh, we have one new lead character who uh, is being played by Amber Goldfarb, and then we have a whole bunch of other people who are joining, which is fantastic. Because one of the comments we've been getting a lot of is, we want to see more people on the show, which we're like, yeah, that's totally fine. Now we can afford to. You have to be careful though, because when a LARP gets too big, it becomes unmanageable. That's very true. It's just like um, an actual rule of LARPing. But uh, we have a surprising number of people who are associated with the Assassin's Creed franchise. Okay. Amber Goldfarb played uh, the lead in. 
Assassin's Creed Liberation. Okay. Um, Tristan Delala, who is joining our cast, was oh, Adewale in. Uh, Isn't it? What's what's the D? is there the, there's like a middle initial D in there? D, yeah. D. Tristan D. D. Lala. It's not like D apostrophe Lala. No, it's no. D period. Okay, the way you said it, uh, it was like I'm like Tristan Delala. Is his name Delala? And I've been it's like I, Samuel I, L. Jackson. I just I just run it through, which is really bad. Of like me. Sa- like when you say Samuel Jackson, it just sounds like you're. Taking your time on Samuel. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. You throw the L in after Samuel. Besides, it's a little festive. Delala! <laughs> I'm um, sure he loves that. Yeah, I'm sure. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, even the, the little kid, yeah. um, Jamie Mayers in, in season one, he plays young Connor from Assassin's Creed 3. Crazy. Yeah. So we have a lot of assassins. That's it. And Charlotte and I just finished a video game workshop, so now we want to be assassins too. We got to yes, we do. We got to see the inside of the Ubisoft studio. That's true. When we would talk to Alex Hutchinson, who's mm-hmm. the director of Far Cry Four, oh, that was pretty cool. That yeah. was super. You guys ever been in there? I'm not allowed to say. That's really weird. It's a little <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Someone snuck you in. You had pizza. I'm, I'm not allowed. <laughs> <I feel> like <laughs> we had a pizza party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a big pizza. The, the craziest part about this, if you've ever been, which you clearly have. <laughs> is the fact that it's like the big old wooden building with like creaky pipes or whatever. We're like we're in this like fancy ass boardroom with the like creative director of like a giant triple A video game and you're like gug, 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 gug. he's like the pipes just do that. I'm like is this place falling apart? So, like, I was like, why are you here? You're talking about the building that's on Saint Laurent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. Have you ever been there, Charlotte? I don't think they have. No. Nope. She can't say either. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. It's. Uh, it's. It's a wonderful kind of. It's got a lot of character. Yeah, which yeah. It's yeah, a very yeah. polite way of saying that the building's pretty damn old. Yeah, but at the same. Uh, and like, they've modernized like half of it, and like the rooms are cool, but. It's still kind of like... Yeah, exactly. It's like you'll come into this like really nice boardroom with like nice furniture and everything and all these like really nice chairs, but then there's just like exposed pipes on the back wall. And you're like, yeah. Oh. And like they obviously did it. Such as such the loft experience. Yeah, exactly. That's like... it. It does a good job of like... And like especially if apparently like I haven't been to like other game studios, but if you look at a lot of game studios in like California or whatever, everything is like polished white everything. And you're just sort of like, this is very, like, the future as opposed to, like, yeah. this. Because, like, this Montreal used to be a, a city uh, where real things were made. Uh, textiles. Well, for sure uh, this was a textile factory. Yeah, there was, like, like you like know. 100%. It's high, like, like, high on Saint Laurent heading yeah. into my it was, land, it was like, a city of, It was a city of industry. You know, there was the, there was the, there was the big Nortel factory. Montreal history minute. It was a big Nortel <laughs> factory. And now... Uh, those buildings that uh, that used to be uh, for like making real things are uh, are, are all dedicated to uh, modernity and bullshit. You know, Ubisoft's been really nice to us. There's they no, have. Yeah, there's they no have. reason you, for you them realize to that, have that bullshit will pay our salary. And I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying, and I've, I've, and, and I'm a part. I'm a part of that. that like, modernity. But it's like, I worked. I worked in in a in a in, a, in a building in Point Saint in Point Saint Charles. Okay, and it was this is like the it's no it was actually it's historically like the largest brick building in like eastern Canada or something. Like it's it's a it's a huge it was a huge factory, but it, it it's not used for its original purpose and they converted it into loft spaces and stuff. So back in the day my grandfather worked there when it was still like a like a like a real factory and then and then like i think my dad got like a summer job polishing phones or something. That's cuz that's a thing. Polishing phones. <laughs> And then I worked there. And then I worked there for a magazine, like for like working like at a pop culture magazine. I'm like, this doesn't seem right somehow. Like I feel like you feel like you your know, grandfather's a bit more of a man than you. Yes, absolutely. 
And that, same with that your, explains the beard. However, you feel like you're more of a man than your father, who is polishing phones. Polishing phones. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, he's over polishing phones. That's not a job. He was buffing phones, I think. Okay. He was. What did your grandfather do, <laughs> Charlotte? I have no idea. Really? You don't I know? feel like I want to say a bricklayer, but. My grandfather worked for CN. Yeah. I think the, the one man. of one of my grandfathers was a bricklayer. You just crack open the window, Walter. You're, nobody else drank as much as you, so we're okay. But that's really funny. I don't know. Well, my grandfathers died before I was born, okay. so I didn't. Yeah, I have no. My other grandfather is or was a producer slash animator for the National Film Board. Yeah, like my dad. Yeah. Yeah. So old N- cool. NFB family. Whoa, you cracked that wide open, bud. Yeah, NFB family, and um, I decided to do web series instead. You know. No, I'm good. Yeah, I was like, I, I kind of okay. Like one of my grandfathers uh, started the spring company that my family still runs and owns. That's even great grandfather started with him, and then the other one I know was like a career military man for a long time, and then he like bought a hotel and then managed a hotel for a little while, and then I feel that he just lived off of his giant military pension for like a really like my grandfather on my mom's side seems to me like he was like retired. You remember that time that you had that time. that photo of uh, of your grandfather at the, at the hotel that he ran? Yeah. And then you went real crazy, and then you looked at the photo, and then you realized it was you in the photo and not your grandfather? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when that happened? That happened, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time traveling? There's a whole time remember, traveling? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember <laughs> the that. The film The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Was, Do you remember the, that? It was the, the movie. It was, the, <laughs> the, it was the inspiration for the film, The Shining. Yes, that is my story. Yes, I think his <laughs> I think his hotel was in Arizona, though, so it was not. I guess there are, there are mountains in Arizona. There is sandy. No, mountains. absolutely not. It's a desert. It's sandy mountain. There's no sandy mountains. Arizona. Nah, bro. Has like the devil's armchair. Guys, thoughts. The devil's footstool. I've never been. Isn't the Grand Canyon in? No, that's Dakota. So Keith tells me at Turbo House, he's like, you want to go punch some holes in the wall at Turbo House. This is like a venue that's being shut down because the building is being shut down. I'm like, why would you punch holes in the wall? He's like, well, it's being shut down. It's kind of, you know, it's, it seems like something that might happen, right? Putting holes in the wall. I'm not too old for this, by the way. 28. How old are you? <laughs> Lady never asks. And the gentleman never tells. You asked me. I'm 31. There you go. You're too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a year. I got a. I got another like a year and a few months before I'll be too old for this. All right. Anyway, I was too old for this like 10 years ago. <laughs> for the I'm record, listeners, lady, that the doesn't make Charlotte 41. No, I'm not 41. <laughs> I'm just 80 inside. I like, you look pretty good for 41. <laughs> you look pretty good for the body of a 41 year old and the mind of an 80 year old. Amazing. So, <laughs> you're doing okay. All right. So, Walter, did you punch holes in the wall? I tried to. I ate. Oh. <laughs> like, I said something in jest. I was like, well, let's go to Turbo House and punch holes in the you wall. You did this. This is your fault. <laughs> you put this idea in my head. No. Yes, you did. It's not my Yes, move. you did. You're like, you did this. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is a thing that's going to happen now. I guess this is an actual thing that's going to happen. So I was there. You brought a hammer. Brought your own hammer. No, I brought my limbs. And I, uh, my knee hurts. Two days later. You tried to punch a hole in the wall. I'm not certain what's... What's sadder, the fact that you decided to go to a condemned building to punch holes in the wall, or the fact that you failed to do so? No, it's not condemned. It's just that it's being torn down to build. Condos. I didn't fully fail. Did, oh. you make, did you make some cracks? Oh, no, there's a huge hole in the wall. 
Oh yeah, like, no, he like, but, which but means I, that he made one hole. He failed to make holes. But initially, but but initially, I tried to put my, I tried to knee a hole through the wall. That's a weird. It really choice. hurt. It turned out yeah. to be concrete. Is that what happened? No, I just I'm just weak. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that just busting through anything with your knee is a bad call. Yeah. Walter's bad at finding studs, yeah. or rather, he's very good at finding studs. He just kept hitting yeah. the beams, just like bam, bam. And All yet, right. <laughs> everybody has nobody has problems finding this stud. I. My pointing. Are, my For the record, pointing. he's pointing, pointing at, at Keith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Again, so, this is the first time on. Charlotte's meeting me. That's so true. I this Making a great <laughs> first impression. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, Charlotte, are I, you enjoying I, yourself, Charlotte, so far? Is this all yes. right? Would you like a beer? I'm good. Right. Thank you. I was going to ask if... <laughs> We're going to try to talk about your project, because we've been talking for 40 minutes and have barely spoken about your project. We started on it. We did start on it, which, which is I felt a, which was a good start. It was a good step. So, LARPs. Felicia Day... And Geek and Sundry, when that was not a thing that was happening when we were here a year ago, you were just sort of like, we want someone to notice and give us money. And then... Uh, <laughs> That's exactly... We just want we, someone to we notice. Quote. <laughs> Everybody who does anything wants someone to notice and give them money. That's like why you're doing things, generally speaking. Or maybe a baby. But it's like life goals. Is You want to tell the story, Charlotte? Yeah, no, you, you go ahead. Because no, you you, you're more... People in would rather loop. listen to you than me. You're is in the baby, loop. Is, are we going to get some baby news here? No. We, no. There's a new <laughs> cast member to LARPs. Oh. Here, here's, the thing about, here's the thing about dealing with um, with people who run things like podcasts and, and all of that. It's incredibly important. Um, we got in with Geek and Sundry because of the media kind of like blitz that we tried to do. Mm. I was really um, hoping you were to say because of us. It's – well, partially. Because the thing is we <laughs> – yes. We kind of contacted as many people as we could, mm-hmm. and uh, at first it's a little bit like you, you contact all the big sort of like the blogs, like yeah, the yeah. like the Gawker type yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. And sometimes you get you you get linked from them, and that's great. And sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but a writer for the LA Weekly has mm-hmm. a blog um, about web series, and she wrote about us. And when she wrote about us, she compared us to the Guild. Yeah, and that created a Google alert, which went to Felicia Day. Mm-hmm. Who then watched the show, which yeah. by that point had been all released, the whole yeah. thing had been released, and then she got her um, uh, production manager, I think her, her assistant, yeah, her people. She got her people to contact us um, to to negotiate whether or not we would uh, join their channel, cool. which was really cool. But the thing is, that never would have happened if we hadn't contacted everybody because yeah, yeah. the number of people who read that blog, I, I'm not certain what her readership is like, but it's not huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like and the podcast, I mean, like, you guys are, are only the third awesome. best podcast in Montreal. But right. We're, we're shooting for first. That's yeah. politics. Though, right. You know. That's yeah, all that's politics. that's just politics. But, <laughs> I mean, like, 9 to 5 has you dead to rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But the the thing is that it's the more people you reach out to, the more likely that you're going to reach the one person who needs to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I mean, it's it's fun to do it anyway, right? Yeah. But, but that was the cool thing. So they contacted us, and we we um, they're interested in helping us with season two and potentially in the future. Mm-hmm. Like they have right of first refusal for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're assisting us financially. But really, the thing that's uh, that's massive for us is that they've been able to get us to reach an audience that we've yeah been you're able gonna to get huge exposure. So like the first season when it was up for like about a year, what did we have like almost half a million views? Towards the end of it? Oh, I thought it was even less than that, but maybe yeah. towards the end, maybe, maybe close to half. Okay. Right. Um, so we've so you're now, talking like 
may maybe fifty thousand an episode. Like yeah, something like, like topsies. That. Yeah. Like, so now we've got um, now we've got uh, eight of our eleven episodes because we'll include zero in this one. So right. we have eight of our eleven episodes have aired. Uh, they started airing in January, mm-hmm. so we've been up for about two months, mm-hmm. um, and we've already crested a million yeah. at this point, right? And that's, but like that's also that's ignoring all the people who will binge watch it when it comes out, when like the whole thing is out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it'll stay, so the viewership will go up. But that's huge for us, just because we're now reaching demographics that we never could have yeah, before. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. Just which in turn is fantastic, because now that we're doing this crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. We have more people, have people who, who will actually give you money. Yeah, yeah, and more people who are aware of, of the show and the web series and everything. So we have that many more people checking out the page and contributing. And yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. the tough thing is, of course, you know, this sort of thing ain't free. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And yeah. not only is it not free, I mean, we're we study to become professionals at this stuff. We, yeah. We would like to be paid for the work that we're putting <laughs> in. It'd be nice. I mean, like I I love doing it. I love working with these people. Um, yeah, but you know, I, it, it was it was a ton of fun, but at the same time, you know, rent. Yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> if it could be my job, I would like it to be mm-hmm. my job. Yeah. Like, you're like, for the amount of work that I'm putting into it, I would, if possible, like to make that my living. Absolutely. <laughs> so the fact that we now have this Indiegogo campaign where we're, we're raising money um, is great, but we never would have been able to do it if we also didn't get the support from Geek and Sundry. Yeah. So. yeah. And and they've been absolutely fantastic for us. They've been uh, involved in things like they've they've given us notes on season two. They've mm-hmm. uh, really kind of lent their support. And then they recently got purchased by Legendary Pictures. Yeah. So now they're paying attention. Seriously? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Legendary? Really? Yep. Yeah. Legend. Legendary. They're also they got Nerdist. They as got well. Nerdist too. Like their Legendary is uh, trying to like own the nerd internet, and then. They're going to do it. Wait a minute. Am I thinking of the right thing? You're here? thinking of the right legendary pictures. Like the people who basically release B-movie horror films. Like Pacific Rim. And also some A-list films. Yeah. But it's like, but legendary, you see legendary a lot on a lot of horror and a lot of genre stuff. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Like it's like the, awesome. they're, 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 Good stuff. Good they're, job, their symbol guys. is kind of like a Celtic thing. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like a, a circle that's sort of Celtic and just legendary. Right. But and that's also like, fantastic for us. I mean, like we're, you know, show and like actors. The, 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 does like Nolan work with them? Huh? Did, are they affiliated with Nolan at all? Who? I don't know. Maybe. Chris Nolan? Yeah, he does stuff with them, my Memento, thing. maybe? Anyway, I don't know. But, I mean, we're, we're actors, right? Uh, another thing that's important for us is that if we're seen, that makes us more desirable yeah exactly yeah yeah for sure and you never you never know i mean because otherwise i'm so undesirable oh god (laughs) well it's like i mean just uh to to bring back friend of the show michael mando like he's like you're you never really know where that i don't know if we mentioned that we know him (laughs) where that exposure is going to come from because it was like like he was saying because he he kind of got on the map for a video game far cry 3 because he did far cry 3 yeah and he was like his like if you he originally it wasn't going to be his face capture like he was going right. to be doing the voice for like yeah. a bigger dude and he was like and then they ended up oh you know we really want to like capture your face and all that stuff and he's like i don't even know if i would have if it would have been a breakout role if it wasn't my face because he's like you see my face you hear my voice and he's like and people are like oh he's an actor whereas if you just see my voice on like a different face you're like oh right. he's a voice actor flash forward like two three years later he's hitting rock with vince gilligan and yeah, it's just like, it's just, basing you know, like, and it's, just, it's not, no, but that's it. But he was like, he was like, from ass there, to ass, <laughs> from there. But he was like, started ending up uh, like Orphan Black and like Rookie Blue yeah. and like whatever else. And he's like, and he's like, it was 
you didn't necessarily think that a video game was gonna yep. get you there, but he's like, oh, they put I think you in the did, video game. He did think that. I feel that they probably once they started putting his face on the posters and the cover of the he game, he like might have been like, oh, this is a big fucking deal. But when he was like just doing, he like signed up for voice work, you know, and it yeah. was like it was not obvious what was gonna give you that exposure and then you're like oh they used his monologue for the clip at e3 and then they put his face on the poster and he's like oh this is a way bigger deal mm-hmm. and you don't always know yeah you never know where that's gonna come from and nope. if like more people that see that not to say that like you're gonna go like full beatles and someone's gonna yoko larps but it's like you guys could end up doing other stuff also we've, we've <laughs> I, I know <laughs> i know for a fact LARPs. that we've scored a couple of auditions i mean we haven't heard anything yet but we've scored auditions off larps yeah yeah. People do know who we are now, which is neat. I'm an untrained actor. That's cool. I'm We're bad. trained actors. I, I know, and that's, that's <laughs> awesome. And I and I respect the the craft at night. But I get like these piddly little uh, commercials. Uh, you know, that's uh, awesome. Gigs every once in a while. Yeah, like and, the Shop uh, Shop commercial, like the where what? you talk to the talking box of beer. Yeah, <laughs> I got a I got a gig this week where I was asked to look at someone. Hey. Yeah, did you go method? Did you look at them? Mm-hmm. Look, it's <laughs> commercial works great when you get it. No, man. this was that's, actually that's, this was a French TV checks show. Just pouring. Yeah. Yeah. This, this yeah. is in a French TV show. Oh, and are you guys are you guys uh, full union? Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, um, I'm, uh, I'm a scab. That's oh. Shit. Um, Larps season one was done as what's called a member uh, initiated production, an MIP, yeah. which meant that we instead of being paid, we own stake in the yeah, series yeah, yeah, itself. Yeah. Here's a question. But uh, but season two. It's it's not full, but it's a negotiated rate. So okay. we're that's that's one of the things we got a lot of people saying like, oh, can I totally be in this? And we're like, you got to be able to legally work in Canada, and you have to be a member of the union. Yeah. Sorry, but <laughs> it's that's actually something that I'm really happy that we can do, right? But is I, that okay? But just just to throw this out there, but it, like, are you at any point like like for instance, if I'm not mistaken, say someone like. Uh, who's not in an actors' union, but is like a famous person, wants to be in the show. You have to be like, fuck. Like if you, so you couldn't be able to have a drop in of a cameo if it's not someone who's in an actors' union. How much do you know about actual law, Charlotte? Because okay. like I don't know. I'm saying, do you guys, lot, do you guys? But ha- I'm assuming if they're you know a working professional actor, they'd be part of a union. But if they're not a working professional actor, like I'm just saying, like a, like not all comedians the, are actors. I, like, I guess there, I'm, I'm sure there's agreements and there, there and are agreements such, that but. you can do. The thing is that right now we're working with an in kind of like a negotiated rate. Okay. Because if we were doing full scale, then I mean it would be completely out of our price range. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actors cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um. And it would be, but the thing is that if you, they're like, it's, it's okay if it's negotiated, but everybody involved is actor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the instant you're like, oh, can we sneak this person in? They're like, oh, sure, yeah, you totally can. We can get them a work permit and they can do that. But now you're paying everybody full scale. Yeah. And that's like paying them six times what we're paying them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah So exactly. we wouldn't be able to afford it. So you need to be quite a bit bigger. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> quite, the, yeah. the we'll get thing there. about actor salaries is that they're very high, but in fact, what you're paying is not the work. You're paying for the fact that they have to audition, you know, tons just to get one role yeah, yeah so like there's and there's tons of preparation and work that goes into an audition oh yeah so walter has a question he raised his hand what's up walter i was signaling that once we, we that we should transition into five questions we should probably do that do you guys charlotte do you know have you been told about the five questions no segment? i have not it's okay, so very exciting we ask i deliberately forgot the five questions what about we might I'm have so changed nervous. them since oh when did you shit when did you this would be a, over a year ago we should now. just we should just ask charlotte the question i feel like i, oh, I feel badly i, I feel, feel badly about uh, about this this first interaction with charlotte and uh, to save face i think we should just we ask should, charlotte and i will ask every single question 
Do you remember Guidos? You do not remember Guidos. First question. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> we ask the same three questions to Five every questions. one of our guests. Okay. And then we, the fourth question comes from our previous guest. And then the fifth question is what question you would like to ask to our future guests. And as we start every and, and every uh, five question segment starts with with the uh, ceremonial five question air horn. I have the same app. <laughs> you, you have this actual app. That actual app. <laughs> That's Walter. what I'm talking about. Walter, what's the first question? Question the first. Um, <laughs> Number three. What is <laughs> what? Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? What did I want to be when I grew up? I always wanted to be an actor. But what about why did you dabble in gymnast? Oh no! <laughs> when I oh no! Or did that just extend from acting? You were like, flips. I was at, well, I was a dancer, and then I was a power tumbler, but I never wanted to power tumble. Yeah, I never wanted to power tumble as my as my occupation. If someone offered you a role in the Power Rangers, would you have been like yes? Sure. I feel like the Power Rangers do a lot of power tumbling. Yeah, sure. I could cartwheel across <laughs> the, across the lawn. Cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> hang out with James Vanderbeek. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't that a later iteration of the series? Power Rangers power tumble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there was Space Force and whatever, and then there was like power tumble. Yes. All right. Question the second. I remember John. We did ask these questions. John said he wanted to be a bus driver. And the premise. But I don't remember like in childhood what I wanted to be. Really? Like but it was like when I was like, you know, yeah. going into like grade oh, eight or something. Yeah. When, like, I was, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a teacher. Like, I think it was just because, like, that was a job that I saw. Maybe I wanted to be a talk show host. I used to walk around my house with, like, a little recorder, yeah. and I would, like, go around and, like, have a little talk show. So maybe sure I was always love awesome. that. They're, they're like... Oh, you can hear them in the background. Like, I made it <laughs> You're like, it was cute. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop recording this. It's so true. It's so true. Oh, Question God. the second. Uh, who's the greatest person in the, ever? That's usually question three, but okay. No, I screwed it up. May I ask, how many times has the answer been one of you? What's the worst fashion choice you've ever made? <laughs> is this yeah. question two no, now? The question, real question two is, what's the worst fashion choice you've ever made? Oh, goodness. And, co- and we've decided that with actors, like, costumes don't count because you're like, that's not really your choice. It has to be, like, a choice that you made. So maybe dressing up for an audition, that could... If you want to do that, Dude, we're putting so many caveats on this. Just no, so it's just, just okay. See look, what happens. If someone's like, "Oh, I, I wore this costume," why would her first decision. instinct have gone to a costume? As an actor, clearly, we're not talking about costumes. Would you? Did you think that that question entailed like costumes? She's worn elbows for sure. like yeah. a long time. What's the worst fashion decision? Implying that, that there's autonomy on your that you. Okay, well the then the worst, the worst fashion, fashion would probably well at the time it was fashionable. It was in high school, which was. I don't know how many years ago. 20 years ago because you're 40. Yeah, because I'm 41, obviously. Right. 25 Was years wearing, ago. as a headband, wearing, like, the bra straps. Oh, yeah. Do you See, remember I, those? I, well, I do remember that. Right? To, but I they went, came, like, as a headband, but it was a bra strap. Yeah, I went yeah. to high school with a lot of Italians, and the guys used to do that. I totally wore those. I used to have, like, really, really short hair. Like, short like you're mine. short, yes. Yeah. See, I knew a bunch of guys who used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always, yeah, I don't ever understood this. I never understood. How does that work using a bra strap as a headline, as a headband? Because the strap, there's a clip I mean, on the front and a clip, like some bra straps come off. And but it wasn't, strapless. it was presented, like you could buy it as a, like a headband. And then like the bra strap part was like the adjustable part. Right. So it wasn't like I was, you know, you take a bra strap off and do it. It was like literally sold as like a headband piece. Uh-huh. 
I but can I'm, say that I never wore one of these things. So. You're missing out, John. <laughs> but you had, you had long hair. I feel that you had a headband phase. Like I feel when you were. I never had a headband phase. I would have like the ponytail. Ponytail. Phase. But yeah, long yeah. hair. Men, John is slowly plan. is slowly going back to towards you. <laughs> I know he's always like, like, it's it's such a comfortable couch. I didn't even notice it happening. I didn't even know it's just been gradually. It's so comfortable. <laughs> um, you're also going to drive people nuts by having your Facebook Messenger go off and everyone's going to be checking their phones during the podcast, being like, "Oh shit, I got a oh, no." I don't know what that was. I don't think it was mine. Uh, so yes. Mine. Mine. Oh no, it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be the bra strap, and to go <laughs> to go with the bra strap uh, headband was my inch long hair that my friends cut, and I literally had a cow lick. So there was like no reason for the headband even, because like, your headband was trying, wasn't keeping your I hair anyway. I was anyway. trying to jazz it up. It was a really <laughs> awful situation. It was really awful. That's good. That's a good answer. Uh, question three. Who's uh, the greatest person of all the, time? The, 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 the greatest person of the ever. And don't think too hard. Like the first name that came to your head. Charlie Chaplin. There it is. Nice. Good one. That's a good, well played. Even with the... Okay. What about if Buster Keaton? Mm, yes, I need to watch. Actually, yes, that was that was you. That was you. How dare you? Anybody listening? Everyone in the podcast is, the is gonna be like <laughs> checking their fucking phones. If you, if, if you had let Charlie think for like twenty seconds, I wonder if John Bon Jovi might have come out. Of he might have. <laughs> so John but. Bon Jovi and Charlie Chaplin, like I do. If love they me. did. If they did a. Uh, like if say John Bon Jovi was like, I'm gonna rewrite the score to the Dictator. And oh, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> oh, I think I like them as two separate. No, nope. I do you feel about no. the, uh, the, the, the the biopic with uh, the Robert Downey Jr. There? I haven't seen it. Oh, I know. Isn't that awful? It's not bad. Yeah, it's there's okay. there are Charlie Chaplin posters in season one. If you look in Brittany's room, in my room, it's my Charlie Chaplin poster and my Bon Jovi poster. Yep, nice. and in Evan's living room is a Charlie Chaplin. Is there on the wall? I have like a box and out of Charlie Chaplin. I haven't made my way through it yet. I really got to do that. We're the best brother and sister. I know. We're pretty cool. Yeah. Weird. Question. <laughs> then you said it was going to be about incest in season five. <laughs> Question four. From comedian, actor, actor another uh, who, who trained with uh, Sydney Lumet. Yeah. Did, I, did I nail that? I, That's I, not no. That uh, wasn't the right person. I don't think it was it Sidney Lumet? Anyway, the <laughs> current uh, currently featured in uh, Vittorio Rossi's be, upcoming play, The Envelope. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, they're in rehearsals. They're yeah. yeah. When, yeah. when is this coming out? When is this, this comes out in a week? I thought they they start. Or is no, that it's early, early April. The end, the end of March. So it's gonna be close. About to be featured in Vittorio Rossi's upcoming play, The Envelope. Yes. Which takes uh, a pretty big shots fired at the Canadian media overall, which I think. Everybody should go see that just yep. to see what's going on. Uh, Guido Cocomelo, which I had such a hard time understanding that, that was not a stage name. That's like the most Italian <laughs> yep. name it's quite Italian. in the world. It's his real great. name. Exactly. You were born Guido Cocomelo. I was like, yep, okay. Uh, he wants to know, what is the your favorite movie franchise of all time? That exists as a franchise. So if there's like a movie that ruins it for you, like we talked about how Aliens kind of gets destroyed by like Resurrection, you're like, shit, you can't say Aliens, even though the first two were amazing. Oh, God. So your franchise that exists as a franchise. I don't even know what kind of franchise Ace movies Ventura. I've seen. Ace oh, yeah, no, you have. Isn't that bad? I know what my, I know what my answer is, but they're not asking me. Asking well, you know, okay, you were, it's a different question. So while, while Charlotte thinks about it, John, you're here with yeah. the franchise? If, if The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings are considered the same franchise, yep. The Hobbit movies ruin it, so that's out. It's Back to the Future. Ooh. 
That's fair. Really? You're, you're, you're that much not a fan of the Hobbit movies? Hobbit movies are terrible. Hobbit movies are absolute garbage. Oh. Why? I haven't watched any of them. Why are they, the, why are they that okay, They took a 180-page book and turned it into six hours of film. Is yeah. Um, one of the big points. Martin Freeman, great. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, great. Ian McKellen's always great. Like, that kind of stuff. It's just, the movie's boring. Yeah. I fell works. asleep. Well, that's what, oh. I, that's, what I, like, that's what I felt about and, the, the Lord of the Rings. And but Lord I'm of the Rings. Fan of that, so I haven't read the book, so it's like I don't, like, I don't, I, I kind of avoid talking about this stuff. Lord of the Rings yeah. also did a wonderful thing where they were like, yeah, so we'll use CG to supplement. And The Hobbit is let's use CG all the time because that's better. The and you can tell the difference, and it's bad. The the fucking the the, the fight. love triangle. No, no, no. The, the fight in the the barrels down the river with yep. the orcs is like the one of the most like shitty things I've it's ever seen with CG ever and everything is silly and everything is stupid and I know The Hobbit's a little more like kid oriented than Lord of the Rings like as a book like it's a younger audience yeah. so it's like you kind of that whole fight wouldn't have even happened in Lord of the Rings even in the book yeah. And but it's like I was like why I was like you could have passed over this. Instead, you were like, let's make this a fucking 20-minute sequence. Like, yep. it I've was... never so, seen that. So, John, your answer yeah, is no. actually Back to the Future. Then. My yes, answer is Back to the Future. Because yeah. it can't Char- be Star Wars. Star Wars got ruined. Charlotte, did you have oh, enough time to, uh, to, to... Yeah, to, I guess. To like, I don't feel like I've is seen it, is it a ton. Probably? It isn't. You know what? I might have to go... Because I've read the books... I might have to go with Hunger Games because I love. They're not it. bad. They're pretty. That you know. I've and I thought and those they films represented. Are good. Yeah, and I thought they represented the books really well. I, mean, I, I haven't seen, seen them all yet. You know what upset me about the last one? I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen the last one. But this is not a spoiler because like okay. you've read the books. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and true. They, they, there's no. There's there's no Hunger Games in that one. Right, because they split it into two. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's like yeah. so I'm watching this, and like I haven't read the books, and I'm like they're they're all right. And they, the, the movies are fine, and my, 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 cornucopia, my, cornucopia. my wife is yeah, a, there's my, no cornucopia. My wife is a fan, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm, but like once it gets into the Hunger Game part, then it, you're it, just signed it, up to. Battle it really Royale. picks up. It's like this is awesome. Yeah. So then I go <laughs> see the, the most recent one, and there's, there's a lot of like politics and all this stuff, For and sure. people are talking about war and all this. And then you get, and then it finishes, and you're like, oh, there was no Hunger Game in this one. Like, yeah. come on, I'm here for the Hunger Games. Have you in ever, today's episode, we learned that Walter just really likes seeing kids die. <laughs> Have you ever? Did you ever read any of the the, the Battle Royale, the book, or Battle Royale, the manga? I series? read. I read the. Uh, I read the translated novel. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever read the the manga? No. The manga is like crazy, go nuts. Like, in t- like there's like the movie, and then like the novel is a step outside of the movie in terms of crazy, and then the manga is like an even. The novel's so weird to read because it's because it's it's clearly like a a, a, yeah, a yeah. very straight text translation from like from the Japanese, and there's all these like these like strange pop culture references, yeah. and it's like it just feels very forced and weird in places. But in, I don't think fun. it happens in the novel, but in the manga. So they, yeah, I guess I do kind of like watching kids die. This is all coming together in a blood and, sport. Like, yeah. Exactly, it's children in a blood sport. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the manga. They, they give the, the appropriate weapons to the children based on their popularity, like, of how oh, cool wow. the kids are. So it's like, oh, you're a popular girl. Here's a machine gun. Oh, you're a dweeb. Here's a spork. And you're like, uh... what? <laughs> and, like, that's, like, the initial so setup. Then, so then the question that I would ask your next guest would be, <laughs> if you were in Blood um, Battle, Battle Royale, what weapon would they give you? <laughs> so how Did cool do you think question? you are? Because the question five is then is you ask the question. Yeah, well, you guys can agree on one, but John just. Like, I think Charlotte should come up with her own, but that's the one that I, I would say. That's gonna be our fallback question. We could do an yeah. A and a B. Yeah, because <laughs> if you were yeah, a, if you were a in Battle Royale, and but it depends if the weapon, person knows Battle Royale, right? Like I wouldn't know. But it doesn't well, like they'll explain it. But yeah, like, we can, yes. we can introduce the concept yeah, of if you're, you're awarded a weapon, it's a blood sport, and your weapon is based on your popularity. It's Hunger Games oh, without the subtlety. Yeah. 
So what weapon? Would, <laughs> what weapon no would you end up? Whatever, Keith. What weapon would you end up with? I, like I'm, a, I'm thinking about it, and it'd be a little weird because I don't understand exactly where I fit in on the high school baseball schedule. bat with a nail in it. Probably, Something but I, about I that. don't understand the weapon. Like, like what, would you, you know what, what weapon mean? would you end up? But with? I don't know. Tactical nuke. Like, were what, you like that popular? No, in high school? not at all. I was kind of like floating in the middle. So yeah. what would I be? You I, know, I like, know, like I don't know what type. Because of... exp- my group of friends, we were like. Definitely like the outsider crew, but we were like funny enough that we got invited to all the parties. Yeah, like you knew kind like, of the popular group, yeah. and you knew the you know yeah. yeah for sure. You were the chameleons. The ones yeah, exactly. Could, that's what I'm saying. A baseball so bat what, with a nail in it. What seems weapon? About right. What weapon would be equivalent to baseball that? Baseball bat with a nail, nail in it. Oh, all right. Barbed wire baseball bat, maybe. No, light tubes. Light tubes. Like a big nail, like a big nail, just like driven through like the top part of the baseball bat. Maybe a sledgehammer. Like I don't think I'd get a gun. I don't think so I would be. You're not cool enough for a gun. I don't think I'd be quite yeah. cool. But enough you're for definitely a gun. cool enough to get a weapon that could deal some fucking. Yeah, damage. exactly. For like, sure. I, for sure. yeah. I feel like I would get something. I don't think actually. I'd want a gun. I would. Want I feel like if I had a gun, I'd just be. I'd be just as likely to shoot myself. You know. Like, yeah, exactly. Accidentally. That's possible. Anyway, John. Well, while the while, weapon that I would get, because I was kind of in the same boat, um, I say that uh, the weapon that I would get would be a. Baseball have the nail through. It's like a really good option. I think. I think I would get like a um, a really good quality knife, yeah, which is like one. still really yeah. short range. So like, like I'm a bear fucked if I go against, or something. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm fucked if I go against somebody with a with a bat, yeah. but at least I could kill a motherfucker if I yeah. needed to. Oh wow! <laughs> I could slay John someone. John went there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> we, we're now we, we've we've had you guys on to talk about the, the large show, and now we're and now we're talking about like Kill real, real killing murder. Murder. Yeah. real weapon yeah. um, Charlotte so what's the what, do you have a question uh, in mind for, for our, um, our next I'm guest? always curious if a person could choose any role as in like a character anything and they could play it just as well as the original person what would it be does so it have to be something on screen or could it be from a book it yeah. could be a book okay it could be like, for example, I would be Elaine on Seinfeld. If I could do the role as well as she did, really? I would totally. She's one of my favorite people ever. So Julie choose any role, and you would do it as good. good. And you do it as good, yeah. Like you wouldn't fuck it up. Yeah, like if John was like, I want to. Well, because I just finished Sopranos. If you were like, I want to be, you Polly know, Walnuts. Tony Soprano, Polly you would Walnuts. do it just as well as Christopher. him. Christopher, you know, Christopher, <laughs> Christopher. I definitely. You gotta go, Polly Walnuts. Yeah. Sorry, I just finished this last night, so it's still very fresh oh, you, and raw how did, for me. How did you find it? I you know, I never I never actually finished it myself. Like I got like oh, I got really? up to half through the last season, it. and I never finished it. I you never should totally finish, finish it. it. It's worth it. It is. Walter, totally. who, would, who, would, who would your guy be? Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts. I would be John Wick. John Wick. Oh, because I recently saw John Wick. Is and it I good? Feel that it's so fucking good. I saw it in theaters, and then I saw it again. I, like, be, I should watch it. I'm gonna watch it. It's so fantastic. Either way. I would just watch it all the time as myself. I would just be like, I want to. I would just like, I'd like. To, I'm having a bad day. I'm gonna watch myself as John Wick right now, and I'd be like, yes. Yeah. And John, what about you? If I had to pick a role, any role, and know that I wasn't gonna fuck it up, Legolas. No, God, no. <laughs> uh, no. Here's what I would pick: Sean Archer from Face Off. So the one who was originally John Travolta and then was played through most of the movie by Nicolas Cage and then goes back to John Travolta end, that's the one I want to do. So, but spoiler, you spoil something else. Okay, but so hang on. (laughs) Oh my god! In this version, are you 
Oh, you're since you're the character, you get to be John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. That's true. Since you're so, the character, so, oh, right. so I that's, guess you all best of both worlds. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you get amazing. to be both characters because or both actors because you would be the character. Absolutely. So there you go. <laughs> so I get two and one. That's good thinking. I take it back. I would be Michael Mando's character <laughs> in Better Call Saul. No, I'd be Michael Mando's character in Far Cry 3, and then we just kickstart my career. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just go back and be boss. All right, so that is kind of our show. We're going to throw – so Indiegogo. I assume we yeah, could so put Indiegogo into I would, LARPs. I would go to LARPsTheSeries.com, which has a link okay. to our Indiegogo campaign. Do we have to give you – We're also on the front page the currently. Or, Sorry, who what are you talking you? about? You're like stretching and trying to get some shit in while he's talking. What the fuck? Like, do we have to give you guys money since this is for encouraging other people to give you money? Does this count as the donation? Mm, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. He's like, I would really rather you gave us All right, money. fine. Yeah, money is good. But okay. – uh, I think we're on the front page of Indiegogo currently, which okay. is kind of cool because we did really well in our first two days. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go to LARPsTheSeries.com, you will find it there. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, all at LARPsTheSeries. Or, sorry, LARPsTheSeries. Right. Um, and you can find the episodes at GeekandSundry.com. Uh, I have a question. Are there, is Indiegogo a thing where you get rewards for donating? You do. Yes. Yeah, you so get what perks. are some of your rewards? Oh, you shit. remember them more than I do. Okay, so <laughs> rewards rewards can include if you donate a certain amount right now, you get access to the remaining episodes that haven't been aired. We had to take them down from our own channel mm-hmm. for airing on Geek and Sundry. So if you're really anxious to find out how it ends, you can give the money and you can find out right the fuck now. You'll also get back to uh, behind the scenes stuff that we're going to be putting out like We've actually been doing, you know, several videos a day from different cast members at this mm-hmm. point. So, like, th- there's quite a bit there that you'll be able to have access to, mm-hmm. especially because we're starting uh, rehearsals soon, mm-hmm. um, and then we're shooting in April. Uh, there are, uh, I mean, there's there's swag like buttons, uh, daggers that we have provided to us from Epic Armory, um, t-shirts, t-shirts. We've got a pinup calendar Ooh. coming. Uh, which in the uh, works. ten months yeah. of John, two months of rest. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> uh, yes, our, our director Julian Sambuli is a is in fact um, he graduated from university in fine art photography. Mm. So, but he has some really good ideas. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be sexy. It's gonna be all like that kind of thing, and it's gonna involve all of us. So you know, we are equal opportunity pinups. Nice. Um, the, at the higher levels, we've got crazy, like crazy things. Like we'll we'll run a one-shot LARP for you. Well, at, at the $2,500 level, I think, we'll reshoot Season 1, Episode 0 with you and three of your friends. Nice. So you can shoot somebody in the dick yeah. and we'll film it for you. And then there's like shout-outs on Twitter. Show, like you can Wait, name, name a money? character or something like that. I think 2500 like 2500 yeah. Yes. But like we'll shoot it. Like we'll, we'll, we'll invite you. <laughs> well, there's like, I'll shoot you Nick for free. I'll shoot you Nick No, but we'll, we'll invite you up to St. Denis where we shot the outside things. We'll be in the yeah, actual yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. We'll have the DOP, the sound. Yeah. It, like we'll actually be a professional quality place. dick yeah. shot. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. I realized that. I think we managed to get through an entire podcast. And now it's going to ruin it, but without without a single uh, pro wrestling anecdote. And there was so, such a big opening when you were talking about stage combat and stuff. You could yeah, I know. Just, well, I think that's uh, yeah. what kind of that's why I kind of picked my interest. But like, <laughs> peaked uh, peaked your interest. Peaked. <laughs> nope. Uh, I think my car's illegally parked. I parked it in the thing uh, back there in the parking lot. It's there. fine. It should be fine. I think so. Right. Uh, <laughs> last plug. So you guys are shooting April second. Do you have a rough idea of when season two is actually going to be on the interwebs? This fall. This fall. Coming this fall. This fall. Coming this fall, this fall in a world where one man and one woman in a race against time with a wacky sidekick oh, must anyway. No, just keep it going. 
Thanks so much for coming out, guys. Thank you. Thank you. It was super fun. Yeah, it was. I, uh, it's always a pleasure when we record the podcast in my home because I don't have to go anywhere. Yay. <laughs> I had to come here. Yeah, you were the... <laughs> At least we're all like a few blocks Did away. You guys, oh, okay, cool. You guys yeah. yeah, we're all in the NDG area. Was, all right. This is a low effort podcast, but with, with high... Uh, high results. High results. Great, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. The best. Sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?